You're listening to Shit Bills Podcast. And here's your host, Shilano. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Now today's episode is a little bit more different to what we usually talk about. Um, I wrote the title as One in Tree. Um, so I went to see Premier Facey play which you're going to hear about a little bit more in but i'm just going to quickly say this will trigger um and there is a mention of sexual assault and rape please be aware if you are not comfortable with these please stop the podcast now and come back to next week's episode um just saying you know now what if i told you that there is 170 1973 recorded sexual assaults in the United Kingdom. Nearly 33% of rape victims withdraw their complaint in the first three months of being recorded. And of course, 63,136 rapes in the previous year. The first nine months of 2021, the average time between the offence and court hearing was 1,000 and 20 days that's over two and a half years after only that it's only 1.3 percent of rapes are prosecuted now the reason why i'm talking about this is last thursday i went to see primera basi is that how you pronounce it uh live recording from the national theater in the cinema which was recorded back in june which is a one-woman show presented and portrayed by the amazing Jodie Comer. Premier Facey is written by Susie Miller and is directed by Justin Martin. It's also Jodie Comer's debut in the West End in Premier Facey. Tessa is a young woman, a brilliant barrister. She has worked in her way up working class to origins to be on the top of her game. Defending, crossing, examining and winning. An unexpected event forces her to confront her lines where the patriarchal power of the law, burden of proof and morals diverge. Premier Facey takes us to her aware emotion and experience collide with rules of the game. Now, just to clarify, I did not expect this play to be what it was about. I only knew that Jodie Comer was in it and that was it and it was based on something law and a court case that was it I had no clue I didn't read any reviews didn't read anything just know Jodie's performances have been incredible now I went with my friend my best friend so I'm very lucky that I wasn't alone but majority of the cinema was women and it was all different ages, which is fantastic. Um, before the screening, we thought we were late <laughs> for it because we were strolling and we didn't. We thought we had twenty minutes, and next thing it was seven o'clock. It was on, and basically we ran and thought we were late. And when we sat down, we had twenty minutes beforehand because they showed national teacher, um, kind of. Well, they they showed mostly about. What and what's going to happen in the National Theatre recording sh- streams they're going to be sharing in the next few months. And then they had a quick interview with Jodie Comer um, about the play. 
and along with that trigger warnings because what was going to be discussed was going to be pretty triggering um also we don't want to give spoilers as much um but it it warned that it could uh, trigger uh challenging emotions for some and de-stress honestly i didn't expect it myself um and after it, I, uh, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've been a bit triggered, won't lie. But, um, re- what I'll basically say about Premier Vasey is Tess is a very successful lawyer, or barrister, shall we say, and um, is doing very well. And then next thing, you know, what she does, she goes to court and she wins her cases she wouldn't take much notice about the cases like it, basically she just wants to win right and um next thing she becomes one of those people that gets sexually assaulted and she's kind of realizing all these things that she would have done as a lawyer to win the case and it happened and the main thing was they spoke about how it happened assault every kind of detail um which was incredibly difficult i won't lie um after it and like watching the court bits and where was it leading up to i was you know getting mad i'm not gonna lie i had angry tears in my eyes um i Everyone in the cinema was pretty, pretty upset, but we all know this had to be shown. This message needs to be out there. Um, it also happened to be the highest-grossing release. Um. In the cinemas, actually, in the UK, um, since March 2020, um, they were saying the UK cinema slumped after the big screen showing her one woman play smashed box office. It took in about 1.4 million pounds in the UK box office on the first day of release, um, which is incredible. And over 100,000 people saw it. In that was just in the UK. So I'm aware people were watching it in cinemas in all over Ireland as well. Um, I saw a TikTok with someone, especially coming from the countryside in County Mayo, in Mayo Town, just to see it. So, you know, there is a lot of people um, that wanted to see it. Now, the play itself debuted in Australia in 2019 before Jodie Comer took over um, in the Arnold Pinter theatre in London uh, this year. Um, the National Theatre announced they would release a play in the cinemas for a 12-week run which would continue until October. Along with that, um, Jodie possibly will now be bringing the show over to Broadway and will be making her debut over there as well, which is amazing. Um, now, with all this, I obviously talking about that they were encouraging a charity which they were working with 
and that charity is called Schools Consent Project. The, so the, the Schools Consent Project is a charity dedicated to educating and empowering young people to understand and engage with the issues surrounding consent and sexual assault. And uh, the volunteers lead workshops around legal definitions of consent and assault in secondary schools and youth groups, um, which is fantastic. I think, honestly, we should have that here in Ireland. I don't think we ever had something like that when we were in school. If I really think about it, um, it was founded by Kate Parker, who is a barrister herself. Um, I'm just, oh no, that's an email thing. Oh god, let me back out of that. Um, and they have a good few months of staff in there, uh, which is fantastic. They're all like managers. So, what they do is they empower young people from the ages of 11 to 18 year olds in England, Wales and Northern Ireland with skills, confidence, knowing they're able to make safe and healthy choices around sexual consent. Along with that, I've looked up more things here in Ireland. And of course, since last week, seeing it in the cinema, there had been quite a few news articles about people including their sexual assaults themselves even i googled i hate to say google but like <laughs> i needed to see the sexual uh, offenses in ireland criminal defense basically what can be done believe in ireland the crime of rape may be charged under the criminal law rape act in 1981 or the criminal law rape amendment of act in 1990s 1990. Uh, the circumstances of the case, age, and the victim and evidence will decide which le- legal legislation will apply. The maximum penalty in Ireland for a rape offence is a life imprisonment. There are related offences under the law attempted rape and separating of aiding and abetting a rape, that is, assisting another person to commit a rape. I'm sorry, I'm, ta- I'm going to read this very slowly because I want to get all this right. Um, there's all different laws, of course, for different ages. Um, for children, uh, sotry rape, which is term for unlawful sexual consent with a person aged under 17, um, which is the Criminal Law Amendment Act in 1935. There's defilement of a child under the age of 15 years old, which is the Criminal Law Sexual Offences Act 2006. Defilement of a child under 17, uh, basically, it's a criminal offence, engage, attempt to or to engage in a sexual act with a child under 17. Maximum sentence is 5 to 10 years accused person. Uh, it also means it's parent, step-parent, guardian, grandparent, uncle, aunt of the victim. Uh, so, basically, it's um, reckless endangerment of children of course incest uh sexual offenses including people with disabilities it, it's not just one person like it's it's everyone it doesn't matter if you're able or enabled recently yet there was an article so in the news today is thursday so wednesday on the 27th there was a news article garda who is a police officer had been sentenced to prison because 
he pleaded guilty to charge of coverance I cannot pronounce it C-O-A-R-C-I-V-E control of a woman ill with cancer and sentenced to three and a quarter years in prison on Tuesday uh, the woman known as Nicola survived a campaign of torture and terror by the former Garda who was also her ex uh, speaking to uh, RT's Morning Ireland Miss Hall said that they settled up an anti-corruption unit which was one of the most significant things done in recent years she said the number of Gardaí that have been investigated shows that Gardaí members are not shying away from reporting on their colleagues and Gardaí are consistently examining their procedures. Um, he, from what we learned in the last few days, he was threatening her. This Nicola, um, she was diagnosed with cancer. He said, I hope you die. Um, was taking her medication so she can have it and the mitigation costs a lot. Um, also, it just came up now. A man jailed for 17 years for rape. Of literally the same thing as the man I just mentioned. For raping, faulty imprisoning and assaulting and threatening to kill. And controlling the woman. Invading almost every aspect of her everyday life over a period of six weeks. Uh, <laughs> it's just... These articles keep coming up now, and that's it's it's not just one it's it's so many i'm just it's i don't know why am i i i hate to say it, I'm not surprised, but like from watching premier facey I'm probably pronouncing it so wrong, I'm sorry, but it, it kind of shows. The legal, the legal side of it all, it's kind of going one direction and, and it's not kind of helping the person who was the victim. It's the defendant, the person who did it and they're getting away with it. And the, the sentences even for in the United Kingdom and here for these, like it says it's for life. But these people are only getting half, like that's, they're going to still get out, you know. They can most likely can repeat these acts on someone else in the future like they're only locking them up for the streets for a bit you know um it's just i as a woman you know last year well this year really um ashley murphy uh in ireland was murdered on a run in january broad daylight for no reason a woman in London was walking home on a well-lit street which had cameras had told where she was going it was only literally two to five minute walk from the destination she was from and going to her house and she informed her friend her boyfriend where she was going and she got murdered and sexually assaulted by a police officer who was off duty these things are going to keep going. We need to be more stricter. We need to be there for the victims more than ever. You know, I'm leaving work and putting my keys between my fingers at night time, locking my door, not speaking to anyone, not literally 
doing everything I need to do during the daytime. I'm not doing it at nighttime. But it's not just at nighttime now. It's there's assaults going on during broad day, broad daylight. Sorry, and you know, it's it's. I I, I just feel this is going to be a losing battle for us and we need to fight it but if the law is not going to be there to do it correctly how is this going to happen how are we going to fix this women's aid here in ireland researched this year that three in three in five young people have experienced or known someone who has experienced intimate relationship abuse one of five young women have suffered intimate relationship abuse. It's like it's showing all these. No, I know one in three women never spoke to anyone about the abuse they experienced. But that's not just abuse. Like there's sexual assault campaigns they're doing now as well. Um, like they were on. They were speaking about obviously what happened during the week about that woman Nicola. Um, these are com- they're, these these are just gonna come come up on the news every week now, and it's not gonna be done. Like they're gonna talk about it, but I don't see any movement by our government. I don't see any movement from the guard, the guardie, let alone normal people. So how are we going to fix this? How are you gonna guarantee women can go out? And do the things they want safely. While they're spiking. You know. Th- th- that's another thing. With that I went there on Monday. I didn't drink much. Because. One I wanted to know where I was. Who, I obviously knew who I was with. But. I was being careful around me. I was wearing a jacket. I didn't want to. Get spiked. Because now it's needles. It's not drinks anymore. It's It's needles. Like. There was a someone got spiked at an Ed Sheeran concert here in Ireland, which was supposed to be a safe environment, which had security guardy, and she was in wearing a thick denim jacket. And she, it went through her jacket, but she didn't luckily get whatever what's in that fucking thing to make her drowsy. But this is scary. This is not going to be safe for us. We need to do something. As I like to say, consent is sexy. <laughs> uh, that was obviously a quote from, I think, uh, My Favourite Murder. Um, I think even listening to them as a podcast, one of my favourite podcasts, I love true crime. But, you know, there's... Um, there, there are true stories in, on the people that have died and obviously being assaulted um we have to be more aware on these things and hopefully even us talking about it on the podcast here this will help um i will put some links below on the countries uh, precisely ireland in uk and united states even and i don't know <laughs> australia I don't know, majority of my listeners are coming from Belgium, so I'll probably put something in there for them as well. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys are okay with this episode. Sorry, it's more serious, and I'm in such a serious tone um, recording this. You know, it's a serious top- topic, and it needs to be discussed. And um, 
if you're not comfortable, say no. And if they keep saying, come on, do it. Say no. Walk to someone you think you know, you can trust. Explain what's the situation going on and get help. If not, go to security or bring the guards even. Or if you can bring someone you trust and ask them, can you get picked up with them? If they can. Um, stay on well lit like streets. That's, that's all I can say. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm sorry this is such a deep thing. Um, don't forget to follow the podcast. I'm hoping I've been discussing with someone who's been very helpful um, about the podcast. I might be doing a different project with uh, with us. Well, this po- well the podcast, but like we like part of the family, like Shay's builds sense maybe um yeah just uh keep an eye on out on that i will see you guys all very soon have a lovely evening and here is a little snippet of the song because there's some music from premiere facey um so the song we're gonna play like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say 15 second 20 second snippet uh, it's from Self Esteem. Uh, she recorded all the music from Premier Facey. Uh, and can I just say, the music is very dramatic. The staging of the show exactly is superb. Um, and again, Jodie Comer was amazing. And the beginning of the play was humorous and lighthearted. And then it got dark and heavy and truthful and, you know, we saw a vulnerable side of Jodie I, I really didn't expect to see playing Tessa and the music from Self Esteem was just what we needed and the last song on the album of the soundtrack is called One in Three I'm fine here is a 20 second piece of it i see you guys all soon next week have a good week and please be safe Peace out. This is like, and it sounds so stupid, but it's genuinely something that me and my friends actually do. If we are approached by a group of men, we will bark like dogs. And people always laugh at it, and they're like, oh, that's so funny. But there is, there is nothing that terrifies a man more than a woman that appears, you know, completely deranged. Thanks for listening to Shea's Podcast. Make sure to follow Shea's Builds Podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Shea's Builds Pod and Shea's Builds Podcast. And check out Chilano on her socials at Chilano.